Welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. Chris, we're both in great moods right now. I can tell. I can tell right off the bat that we're we're so we happy right now. We got some breaking news, which we you have, know, since we started this, we always seem to just miss it. You know, Chris, because you're more you're more affected by this than me. Um, I'll let you. I'll let no, you break it, Chris. I'll let you, know you break it. I will break it. We know I'm not both affected by it, though. We but, are, but um, we aren't. You're more affected than me, but go ahead, Chris. <laughs> Tell the good people what this great news is that we're about to break. Uh, the clown bag known as Doug Peterson, somehow the guy won a Super Bowl, has been relieved of his duties. I don't know if you, I don't know if that was picked up or not, but I was just applauding loudly by that. Oh, this, this feels so great. Knowing that he's yeah. gone and he's probably never coming back to the NFL again after the disgrace of a performance he put on week 17. Yeah, you know, uh, Matt texted me. He's like, We have breaking news. And uh, I was, had a crazy day at work today with meetings and I wasn't really following the sports world. And I'm like, What what are we breaking? He's like, I was like, Oh, don't tell me like DJ LeMay who or someone got signed somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's even better. Not, not, not my worst nightmare, but something good. Oh, uh, Doug, man. Pe- Doug Peterson, get what he deserves, man. He deserves. He after like, what he pulled in week seventeen. It's like I'm. I'm the kind of somebody to like never celebrate when someone gets fired, even if it was like a bad coach on my team or whatever. I don't celebrate it, but yeah. like, but like, oh my god, this 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 one's worth celebrating. And I've already texted a few of my friends who are Eagles fans, and they're all literally they're all celebrating right now. Like this, you know, the the Eagles are a mess. You know they need to get something are. better in there. As a Giant fan, you hate to see it. I wanted that clown bad to stay, but you know I don't want to. I don't want to look at that guy twice a year with his stupid ass gray hair across the sidelines. <laughs> exactly. No like, thanks. You know what? Exactly. The, the the Eagles are the Eagles. They're, they're always going to be dysfunctional. They got lucky with the one Super Bowl, and you know they got they got a lot of work to do that team. They got to get rid of Howie. They got to get rid of Howie too. That, they got a lot that, of work to do. That they, they still got a lot of work to do, but they got rid of probably the mo- one of the one of the biggest clowns I've ever seen of a head coach in my life. I mean, yeah, what he so, did. It's like good, good for Philly for realizing that this that that's no way to be to be like a, a head coach and lead a team like that. Good. I mean, the guy so now, after what he pulled in week seventeen. How could you, if you're an owner of a team, how could you look at this guy and be like, how? I mean, if I'm a player. Yeah, he had, it was the right move. He lost the locker room. He literally lost the locker room. Like all the players, were like, what is Doug Peterson doing? Yeah. And my thing too, now that I'm wondering that Peterson's officially gone, what's this quarterback situation going to be like? Because it was quite obvious that Peterson was ready to commit to Jalen Hurts even going into next season. But you know, um, who the what, the, what, the win, the win situation is, is a nightmare for them. It's an absolute nightmare. Mm. You know, it's probably going to be about. No one's taking that contract, so he will be an eagle next year. And Definitely, it's going to be a battle. You know, uh, between him and Hertz and who head coach thinks can lead this team. You know, maybe mm-hmm. once he's a new coach, you know, a fresh mind, maybe he can re- rejuvenate his career. He still has the talent. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he doesn't have talent. We saw what he can do sometimes, but you know, I, it's going to be interesting as a Giant fan to see w- what direction the Eagles go. Exactly. I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping it's not a good direction. Now, immediately, I'm already seeing Josh McDaniels' name flying across the board going to Philadelphia, as it does with every every coaching job. Exactly. So, so, and so, it's like I'm seeing a lot of. I'm scrolling through Twitter right now. I'm seeing a lot of Josh McDaniels, a couple Eric Bieniemy here and there, but 
Oh man, this is this is. I, I'm in such a good mood for the show now, Chris. I don't know about you, but I'm just so, I'm so happy. Uh, definitely in the best way that we've started a uh, segment. De- I mean, when you, text, when you text me, that, I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I'm like, let's get rolling. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Like, so so now we, we got to go into listener's choice after after all of that. And this is yeah, this is uh, this is coming from our friend Al. And Alice, Al has such a simple question to ask. He said, what are your thoughts on yesterday's broadcast on Nickelodeon? Chris, I don't know if you paid attention to the Nickelodeon broadcast yesterday, but this might have been one of the best. Cool. This might have been one of the best broadcasts that I've ever I've ever seen in the NFL. If I'm being brutally, you know what? I here. totally forgot they were doing it, Matt. And then I saw that you tweeted something about it, and I was like, "Oh, next thing you know, I'm trying to find what channel Nickelodeon is." <laughs> so, like, you know, I I had to dust off Nickelodeon really quick on a yeah. They, on, they on changed my, the number. Yeah, exactly. it used to be 33. It's like 122 here now, or something. Oh, I mean, it's always going to be 25 here, 825 for yeah. HD for me. But you know, I just had to I had to dust it off really quick and be like, "All right, let's go to Nickelodeon." Admittedly, I mean we'll 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 get more into the game when we talk about the NFL. But for the for uh, on the broadcast side of things, oh man, this was so much fun! It was so much fun to watch. It was way better than the actual game itself because the game itself was an absolute stinker. But you know, I love that they were bringing up the old show. Like they kept mentioning like old shows when they were comparing players and stuff like that. It was cool. They did a really good job with it. They had some of the funniest sayings too. I I think my favorite one was they were they they were talking the about injury one. What about when the guy was injured? They were like my leg. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was <laughs> I couldn't believe they did that, but unbelievable. They um, I forget who they were talking about, but I think they were talking about uh, I forget who it was, but they said he was hotter than a Peruvian puff pepper, and I I I lost it when they said yeah. that. Yeah, I <laughs> lost my mind when they said that. That was hilarious. I love the slime. Yeah. I love the slime cannons. Um, it was when, cool. I think the someone... coolest thing about it was how um, Champagne kept his word and he got slime. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was cool. Yeah, like I love the slime cannons whenever someone scored a touchdown. I love whenever there was a penalty. They brought in Young Sheldon to do like a quick little saying about it, and I was like, "Oh, this is so stupid," but I love it. And yeah, it, was it was a cool, cool way to introduce kids to football. It was. I saw a lot of um, yeah. a lot of like retired athletes were like, "This is so cool that my kids are actually sitting down and watching the game instead of just you know like running around the house and being obnoxious." But I overall I like the I like the broadcast on Nickelodeon yesterday. Admittedly, I did not make it through the entire game because the game was actually starting to put me to sleep. But I watched all the way. I watched the first three quarters and maybe the opening drive of the fourth quarter. That was it for me. But I really, I really think that Nickelodeon, hey, Nickelodeon should be doing more games. But that's my opinion. Uh, don't mean to cut you off here, but I'm just reading a funny tweet here as we're recording. This something I got a notification. Oh God! Someone tweets. Uh, so did Doug Peterson purposely field himself out of a job with an eye towards reconnecting with Joe Douglas in the New York Jets? Oh my now God. I've been hearing rumblings about this for. For the last couple of days, I've been hearing rumblings about this in the Jets. I would be very I, curious if, if they give him a given an interview now. I actually it would, I be, the, it would be the most Jet thing. It would be the most Jet thing to do of all time. And I actually got I, a text, I, hope I got do. a text about it from somebody too that I, yeah. that I saw and I was like, okay, there's no way that can be that can be a thing. But oh, Doug Peterson, leave it, leave it to the Jets to possibly want to hire someone oh, after please, that. Please. It's like out of all the song, week out of, 17. out of all the teams that need a head coach right now. The Jets make perfect sense because of how idiotic that franchise is. 
Yeah. I mean, I, Joe Douglas seems like he knows what he's doing. I don't know what their connection is there, but we'll see. Um, for all my Jet fans at home, I hope they uh, don't do it for your sake, but we'll see. Oh, I hate the Jets, but let's uh, we're gonna let's move into the MLB because believe it or not, Chris, we got some we got some news going on in baseball this week. I'm gonna be honest with you, Matt. I woke up today to some MLB news, and I'm and I'm not too happy about what I'm reading about DJ LeMay. Yeah, Chris. So I'm starting, I saw... I'm starting to get pretty worried. Yeah, so I saw you tweeting that you're unhappy with the Yankees right now, but I. I'll be honest with you, Chris. I didn't really care too much to look into it. So I'm just going to have you explain what the heck's going on. You know, I mean, right now the Yankees are offering him a four-year deal from what I'm reading. Mm -hmm. You know, he wants a five-year. I I don't know the money. I think they're a little bit apart, not like crazy apart. You know, I think DJ's been patient. I don't – like me and Matt always talk about, the MLB market's weird with free agents. It's not like the NFL, NBA, where things happen so quick. Everything's always so slow with MLB. And uh, so I think he's maybe he's getting frustrated with the Yankees' lack of negotiations. Now, I don't know that with DJ LeMay, who may be coming out publicly with this as articles now through his agent, maybe that will make the Yankees, you know, act a little faster. Uh, my prediction still is that he's going to be a Yankee and that he will be signed before the Super Bowl. That is my prediction. <clears throat> but, um, I'm getting a little nervous here seeing that, you know, he wants to meet with teams like Boston, the Dodgers, and, you know, all these other different teams that I'm reading about who all – any any guy would be lucky to have DJ. Uh, George, George Steinmeier would be rolling over his grave right now if he saw what was going on because uh, money was never an aspect. If this player means something to your team, you keep him. He's the best player on this team for the last two years. So I'm hoping they get it done, Matt. All right, Chris. I, I- – I, I don't mean to keep talking with Doug Peterson here, but I just saw another thing just pop up. You're, you're going to laugh at this oh, one. Christ. After, this is from Ian Rappaport. We'll get back to baseball in a second. But after after Ian, Ian Rappaport just said, after speaking with two people close to the former Eagles head coach, Doug Peterson, it sounds like this is what it boiled down to. Peterson was sick of, Peterson was sick of people telling him what to do. <laughs> what a baby. So someone was telling you to throw away Week 17. You do that to yourself, you clown. I, I hate this. I hope he doesn't get a job. Me too. But back to baseball. Um, yeah, I'd be annoyed too if I was a Yankee fan. Um, it, this is taking forever to, to go get probably one of the best players in, on the free agent market. <clears throat> Money has never been an, an issue for the Yankees. So why is it now all of a sudden? The pandemic. My man. guess is I'm... probably the pandemic. That's my guess. Yeah. But still, go get your best player. Not that hard. Shouldn't be hard for the Yankees. Also, uh, for New York baseball teams, we're going to go to the other one. Francisco Lindor was traded to the Mets this week, Chris. Or last week. That's big. That's <laughs> big. That's big for the Mets right there. That's big right there. The Mets went from a team that was just kind of there as an organization to getting a new owner with Steve Cohen, and now all of a sudden the Mets are a threat. Yeah. You don't sound too happy about that. No, I'm not, because God forbid something happened with DJ. There was all these rumblings that that was our plan B. So now the Mets have made our plan B go to shit, basically. What's plan C? Good for Mets fans. <laughs> I'm glad you finally have – there's no plan C. Plan A, you signed DJ. Enough. <laughs> I don't want this plan. I didn't want plan B to begin with. You know, he's a great player. They're going to give him a lot of money. Good for the Mets. Um, 
just because you get one player is not going to make you a better team. Uh, he definitely makes you better, I guess. I, I'm not sorry. He does make your team better, but baseball is a team sport. So they got to continue to build and sign more players, which seems like Steve Cohen's going to do. So, I mean, good for Mets fans. Uh, it's good for Yankee Mets fans, you know. Uh, the rivalry is definitely renewed. A little more hate towards Mets fans now. That's for sure. Um, another agency <laughs> news, uh, Kyle Schwarber is heading to Washington on a one-year deal. Uh, they need Washington needed an outfielder. They they go out and go get one. This is this is a prove it deal for Kyle Schwarber. Um, if he does good, maybe Washington gives him a few more years. If not, who knows? But I've always liked Kyle Schwarber. I've never had an issue with him. But I, I, I get yeah, he's not, he's always a decent player. I just don't think he's ever lived up to no. that one crazy year that he had. Um, I mean, maybe maybe Washington will get back to the playoffs. Who knows? But. The final part, uh, final piece of MLB news, and this this is a big one. This hits home to Red Sox fans right here. Um, Red Sox <laughs> officially hired Bianca Smith to be a minor league coach. She will be she, she will be awesome. the first woman. She will be the first black woman to coach professional baseball. This is something you just love to see right here. Yeah, great job to the Red Sox, and um, hopefully this is the first mm-hmm. of many because uh, there's a lot of women in sports that. No sports better than people like me and you and deserve exactly. shots like that and deserve and something that me and you have always been um, preaching since the beginning. Women belong in sports. And the men who absolutely. don't think that, they need to start realizing it because they belong and they're gonna stay. So Yep. Uh let's move on over to the NHL. Um happy opening week, Chris. We're we're, we're I'm pumped, we're, baby. We're here. Three days we're away. Here, I tell you, I'm getting pumped. Um I'm happy, but like I'm quickly gonna be sad immediately because the Sharks are gonna go like zero and twelve, but that's okay because <laughs> you never know, Matt. Though you know this whole COVID, like things are gonna Chris. be crazy. It's not gonna be like Chris. a normal eighty-two Chris. Uh, Chris. season. Chris. I'm not saying they're gonna Chris. make playoffs, but I'm just saying give your team a chance Chris. to play first. We don't. We what? <laughs> we don't have home ice at all. <laughs> we literally, because of COVID restrictions in the Bay Area right now, literally the Sharks do not have a home ice at all. Where they're located in, they're that located sucks. in Arizona right now. And on top of that, when you look at their schedule, I think they, out of the first, I think it's like sixteen games, only two of them are technically home games. They have fourteen road games to start off the season, Chris. I'm just saying that NHL is going to be a crazy season with these division realignments. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Toronto can actually make a run this year. Probably yeah, not, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited Toronto. to see the, the Canada division because I, I tell you, I'm excited to see the Bruins and the the Rangers division. Every team in that division is a playoff team, besides the Sabers. Yeah, and plus, well, plus, and the Sabers have uh, for the, the Sabers have Taylor Hall now too, so. Yeah, I'm. I'm t- every there's no letdown games in that division. No. It's gonna. Be, I think. Uh, I think. I think that division is gonna be the most exciting division in hockey this year, without a doubt. I think every game's gonna be close, overtime mm-hmm. games. Um, you know, even if the Rangers don't make playoffs, they're in that crazy division. You know, I think it's gonna. It wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt us if we don't make playoffs and get another top ten draft pick and continue to add to our team. But um, the future's bright. I'm excited to see what Alexi Lafreniere uh, does for you guys. I will say that. He had a goal yesterday in the I, last scrimmage. I saw that. Good. I did see that. So, yeah, um, he's going to be the real deal. 
Uh, I like the Rangers' future. I'm not just saying that as I'm a Rangers fan. They have one of the youngest teams in hockey. And um, they'll probably end up trading some of those prospects for probably another superstar, too, eventually. Yeah. I've been hearing some rumblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm just excited hockey is back. Um, it's good. It's another thing to watch, mm-hmm. you know. Um, basketball's on. College basketball's iffy right now. It's, they're starting to play more games, which is good, mm-hmm. but. It's you know, good. It's good to get more we're, sports we're, back. We're, to talk we're, about we're in playoff football, like you know, life's good. Life's pretty good right now for, on the sports side of things. It is. Um, speaking of college basketball, um, so they 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 made it official. The tournament will be in Indian will be in the Indianapolis area, um, which means it's going to be bubble. a giant bubble, basically. A couple so, courts. Basically, I'm immediate. They'll probably play at the Colts for real. What I'm basically thinking is, yeah, they'll, they'll definitely play there. Um, definitely, they'll. I don't know if they'll use where the Pacers play because they might need that. But um, yeah. definitely University of Indiana. Um, yeah, Indiana State maybe. I don't know. But what I'm excited about for sure is that this is basically going to be Chris a giant AAU tournament, like legit, like legit this awesome. time. Like I know a lot of a lot of us when we were watching the NBA bubble, we're like, oh, this is just a giant like professional AAU tournament, except for the part where most of the games were series. Literally, this is going to be yeah. an actual legit AAU tournament. There's there, there's going to be some thing, insane Matt. insane basketball played from these kids. <clears throat> well, that's what I was going to say. You know, March Madness is unexpected to begin mm-hmm. with. Anyways, now you take into account that they're playing some crazy schedules. Anyone, I mean, anyone can win this. It's all going to come down to luck, <laughs> really, just and some talent, obviously. But like, it's really wide open once mm-hmm. again, which is nuts. I, I'm going to be screaming and hollering at the TV. I feel like every two seconds because there's just going to be some insane basketball. I'm, I'm excited to see this happen. I'm so excited. <clears throat> After not, it, it's creeping up too. You know, it's the I second week of January. Already. I know. Conference play is in full swing. After missing out on the tournament last year, it's it's going to be it's going to be awesome to see the tournament this year. Yeah, it was a shame. I was really looking forward to see what Duke was going to do. I potentially was going to be going to the uh, Final Four last year. So I was going to be going to the League Eight. The, the bracket that things were lined up was going to have Villanova mm-hmm. and Duke be playing like the League Eight. And my friends at Houston, <coughs> Nova, we were going to go. Yeah, I was. I was supposed to go to the Final but, Four. Uh, I had other was plans. Be in the Final Four last year because I was going to be in Disney World um, for the Elite Eight, and then the Final Four last year was going to be in Atlanta, and the day that the Final Four was going to be happening, I was supposed to be leaving Disney that day. So we were thinking of potentially of driving up to Atlanta to, to hang out there, watch the Final Four games, and then just and then just fly, and then just fly home after that from Atlanta. But obviously that didn't happen because of the virus. Um, but I'm excited that the tournament's back. I love I love March Madness. I don't know about you, Chris, but I'm sensing me and you are going to have to do a bet of some kind for it as always. Um, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. definitely do a bracket to get the mm-hmm. most picture right. We'll keep track of that. Definitely. It'll be fun. Let's move on to the professional basketball, though. Our Celtics they are, are taking a big not hit. Not the way that you're thinking of, in case you're not following the season. Um, we are six and three. They're actually seven. They're they're are seven we, and three. Seven Excuse three. you, Chris. They're, give them their credit. They have the seven wins. <laughs> seven. Seven and three with, without, without Kemba. Yeah, that that's uh, pretty solid, right there. Managing the the point guard position. And that all comes down to Brad Stevens, man, that we talked about. Great coach. Starting to put in those rookie pieces. Um, I forget his name. The guy from Oregon. Peyton. I forget his name. Peyton. Peyton. 
I told you when you drafted this kid, I've seen him play a lot. He's yeah, good. I mean, the kid's legit. I was a little skeptical of him first because I quite honestly didn't know who he was. This kid can play. This kid's really good. I like this kid a lot. He's he's fearless, and that's what the I feel like that's what we were mm-hmm. missing on our bench. You know, someone who's going to come in and not be afraid to make mistakes. Exactly. But, however, it is going to be a little while before we see the Celtics play next. Uh, they were supposed to play Miami yesterday. Uh, that game got postponed because I guess both teams didn't have enough players to legally play. And then their game tomorrow night against Chicago, that has been postponed because the Celtics still don't have enough players to play. Um, if, you, if you've seen the injury report for the Celtics, you would be like, oh, my God, like how the heck, how the heck did this happen, basically? But you have Jason Tatum, who did test positive for COVID, so hopefully he gets well soon. Uh, that, that's, you know, that's the most important thing right there. Not because he's just a star player, but you just you don't want to see anyone get the virus, basically. No, um, never. Then you also had I'm pulling up the stats right now. You also had Jalen Brown, who who was not going to be playing yesterday because of uh, health and safety protocols. You had I'm trying to think. You Tristan Thompson was out. Javante Green was out. Chris, help me out here. Who else was out? <laughs> Robert, uh, Williams Robert Williams. Mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson, Tatum, Brown now. Basically, basically the, the entire big, team. All our big men. The only two big men that they had basically. that they have available right now are Taco and, and Tice. Taco time, baby. Here's, here's the list. Here's who's out right now. Yeah. Jalen Brown, Javante Green, Romeo Langford. Uh, Semi Ojale, Tatum, Tristan Thompson, Kemba Walker, Grant Williams, and Robert Williams. That's who. That's who's out right now. Yeah, that's a lot. Seven and three. We'll take it. Matt. I'll, I'll, I'll happily take a seven and three record um, off of that. Exactly. All day, every uh, day. So Kevin Durant, he's back <laughs> after being in quarantine because of health and safety protocols. He did test positive for the virus because he had it back in, <laughs> I think, May or June. But he came in contact with someone who had it, so to prevent spreading, they told him, hey, we'll, we'll see you later, basically. He came back yesterday, dropped 36 points in a losing effort. Uh, his teammate, Kyrie Irving, he just doesn't want to play. Personal yeah, the issues. personal issues is he the, – the report is that he told team officials, uh, Nets officials, that he just doesn't – he. He just doesn't want where play. he was, and he's not really telling them like where he is or anything like that. Yeah, I'm interested to see when he's going to. No, he's he didn't not play again yesterday because of personal issues. Probably not till that road trip's over. So Kyrie is, you know, once again providing some content for the media. Like, what is this guy doing? Um, I don't know, man. Ky- Kyrie's weird. I like him. Oh, he's um, a great, great player. Talent. Don't get me wrong, um, but like, obviously, I hell? like. Obviously, I love him. I'm a. I love all my Dukies, even Austin Rivers. I'm on it. Probably my least favorite Duke player. Still root for them all to do good in the league, but uh, I don't like some of his antics. But I think he's a little misinterpreted sometimes. But stuff like this, but to there's go, really no excuse for, especially in the new, especially in the New York market. You know they're going to be talking about. But him to go AWOL and then say it to the team, oh, I don't feel like playing, and the team, by the way, has no goddamn clue where he is. Not, not good. I'm sure. I'm sure that sits well no, with Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, 
And then we got to talk about the Raptors, Chris. They're two and seven. Love them. I'm loving every minute. I'm loving every minute. What do you What do you think's going wrong? I hate that team. Because I have a couple. I I have a couple ideas. They lost. Mm-hmm. They lost a couple players, man. They lost veteran presence of Serge Ibaka. They don't have Gasol anymore. Uh, Fred Van Fleet was is not worth the contract that they gave him. Pascal Siakam <laughs> is not nearly the player he was two years ago. I think he's already peaked. I think he's already peaked as no. a player. And simply, Kyle Lowry sucks. So there you go. Those are my five reasons why yep. the Raptors are two and seven, and I think it's great because I hate the Raptors. Yeah, and then we got to talk about the NBA with, with this COVID situation. So obviously, we all know COVID, you know, pretty much altered the way we all live. Um, the NBA did their bubble last year; turned out to be a big success. Now this year, they're back to play. They're back to playing at all the teams' home courts. But the amount of rosters that are absolutely altered by players because of health and safety protocols, it's it's starting to become a, a lot concerning. Not a little concerning, but a lot concerning. Because you had the Celtics game be postponed yesterday. You have, I think the Mavericks and Pelicans were supposed to play tonight. That got yeah. postponed because either team doesn't have enough players. Tomorrow night, Celtics-Bulls game is postponed because the Celtics don't have enough players. It's not just the Celtics that are having this issue. Look at the 76ers right now. 76ers only had eight available players, and they had to they had to purposely dress Mike Scott in order to be eligible to play the game. So yep, you're not wrong, man. NBA, this is an issue the NBA needs to address because they're not going to be able to complete the season. They're not if they, if they just keep going like this. In fact, tomorrow the board, the NBA board of governors and the commissioner, they are meeting tomorrow to discuss something. It's not known what's going to be discussed. But I'm gonna take a wild guess. It's it's this, and potentially they might they might shut down the season, <laughs> not for good, not for good for maybe like a we'll week see. or two until they can figure out what the heck to do. But what I think they need to do, Chris, I think they need yeah. to go back to a bubble, or they do what the NHL is doing and realign the divisions to limit the travel. And on top of that, too, maybe they do a bubble for each division so that all all the teams are in one area but they can also bring their family with them so they're not away from their family. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It, it's not, it's not looking good. Like obviously the NBA was going to struggle with this, but this is bad. I don't, I don't think they expected we'll it to be this bad. Which is not good. It seems like they don't really have a plan right now. So it seems like they're going to, they're going to try to figure one out. They have enough smart people, uh, Adam Silver, LeBron James, all those advocates that they'll exactly. figure something out. Um, let's move into college football. Big game tonight, Chris. <clears throat> big big game tonight. Took the uh, words out of my mouth. I think it's going to be too. a shootout. Uh, Alabama, scoring. Ohio State, national championship. Uh, we all know how Ohio State got here. We all know how Alabama got here. Uh, Devontae Smith is the Heisman winner this year. Congrats, Devontae. Um yeah, Jalen Waddle might be playing tonight after fracturing his ankle early on this year. Arguably, could be better exactly. than Smith, which is crazy to think about. Um, I got Alabama win tonight. I'm not even gonna, not even gonna hesitate saying that. Yeah, I'm gonna play wow. devil's advocate here, and I'm gonna say Ohio State will wow. shoot out right. with an upset. Oh, man, Chris, I like that. Yeah, but I just. I just think Mac, I think I that, think Mac uh, Jones and Devontae Smith. I think Smith, they're going to do just Jalen Waddle, Najee Harris. It's going to be too much for that for that Ohio State defense. It's going to be too much. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they win, but uh, right. I wouldn't play devil advocate here. Um, I got money. I got wow. money on Ohio State right, Chris. tonight, so I'm rooting for them. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence and yeah. Ian Book, quarterbacks of Clemson and Notre Dame, they officially declared for the NFL draft. Um, no surprise there. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, we all know where he's going. Uh, Ian Book, great career at Notre Dame, uh, potential Patriot, which is crazy to think about. Not first round pick, definitely not. But he's someone the Patriots could pick up later on, so I'm interested to see yeah. if they do that or not. <clears throat> yeah, the Patriots are interesting to see what they're going to do at quarterback. Uh, we all are intrigued Kirk, by me. it. Let's go into the NFL, though, speaking of, speaking of those New England Patriots. Um, so it was super wild card weekend, and the refs were a super – were just a super disappointment. They went 0 for 6 in being fan favorites this weekend. Every single, every single officiating crew should never see the playoffs again. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, every year it seems to be happening. Some of these calls. Yep. So let's jump into board. let's jump into the Saturday games, starting off with the Bills and Colts. The Bills ended up winning this game 27-24. Um, it looked like it was going to be a big Buffalo like blowout, but then Indianapolis came back towards the end of the game. Um, came down. I do feel bad for. Got to feel bad to the for final River. play. Uh, Rivers throws a hail mary that didn't even make it to the end zone. Um, most likely, th- this is most likely they really, um, they really missed, um, played those two downs before that fourth down Hail Mary. All they needed was like five yards and they really couldn't, they couldn't get those five yards to get. Yeah. This was not a great overtime. coaching performance from Frank Reich either. Just Colts overall, they let, they made a lot of mistakes. Um, definitely, definitely wasn't, wasn't a great game for Indianapolis to, not have a great game, but in the end, Buffalo wins this. It's their first playoff win in 25 years, um, and they'll be hosting again next week. Uh, second game of the second game of the day. A yeah, little bit of a little bit of a shock here. Uh, the Rams go into Seattle and win 30 to 20. Um, John Wolford got the start for the Rams. He gets knocked out by J- uh, Jamal Adams. Uh, ended up having a neck injury, <clears throat> so. Jared Goff has to come in with a broke broken thumb and all, and had a pr- pretty decent game against Seattle. He played well. That, that yeah, defense, that is, defense is really good. So they they, they exactly. will go as far as that defense will bring them. They have enough on offense. They have enough playmakers on offense with Woods and uh, Cooper Cup to make plays and um, Acres at running back. Mm-hmm. They have enough. They have enough yeah. players on offense to uh, Seattle to be in every game. What a collapse for them. What a mystery. That team is a mystery. Oh, every year, the last couple of years. Been it a looked like at one playoff. point Russell Wilson was going to be the MVP. Yeah. And then he just completely, and then at the, after the midpoint we are season, now. he just completely died down. The well, offense, yeah, exactly. what happened like, to that offense? He came at half hype. It's still there. He's still a great he, Cut, he, shut down. Shut. He got shut down uh, though. Five yeah, Ramsey shut him down. Yards and two touchdowns. That, decent day, but and yeah, he, he did. And he had two touchdowns. I guess. <laughs> okay, but I think when Ramsey yeah. sorry, when Ramsey was covering, he yeah. shut him down though. But um, that's what I mean. Seattle, Seattle uh, one-on-one battles. one-on-one battles. I if you remember yeah, all the way back at our NFL preview, Chris, I had them going to the Super Bowl. I did too. I had them winning it. I had I had money on them winning it. I lost <laughs> but, all the money yeah. this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> wow, them and the Colts let me down. Wow. Man. 
<laughs> and then the third Tough and final weekend. game of the weekend of uh, or, or of Saturday, I should say, uh, Tampa and Washington. Um, speaking of Washington and the NFC East, uh, haha, Doug Peterson sucks. Um, you can laugh if you want, Chris. Don't make it look weird. Um, thank you. Uh, Washington, ah. Washington gave they gave it everything they had. This kid, Taylor Heineke, what a performance this kid put on. Yeah, you played well, man. Um, we'll see what we'll see what happens if they draft a quarterback or maybe know. they roll the dice with this kid. We'll see. Obviously, Alex Smith yeah. is probably um, done. But so we'll there was see. a controversial play in this game where I believe it was this game where there was a fumble or there was a pass caught, uh, body upfield, fumble out of bounds, and it was called incomplete. If that wasn't called incomplete, I think Washington drives down the field and sends us the overtime because I think they would get the two point conversion. And they would send this game into overtime, and then who knows what would have happened after that. But Brady had a good game as always. Leonard Fournette had to be the running back for this game. He did pretty well. Uh, sucks that Tom Brady advanced, but it also you have to expect it at this point of how great Tom Brady is. I'm telling you right now, Matt. I know Patriots fans don't want to hear this. Oh no, there are Patriots fans in want the to hear that. I don't want to hear that. He will be I don't know about, Drew Brees I don't know about that, Chris. his we'll, revenge we'll, we'll for his two worst games. We'll, nope, we'll I, am, we'll I will bet a lot of money on it. Price. I'm hammering but, the Bucks. Okay. Hammer the Bucks. Hammer Let's the move Bucks. on into Sunday's games uh, yesterday. Ravens going to Tennessee and win 20-13. This is the playoff Lamar we have all been waiting for right here. Lamar yesterday, he didn't throw any touchdowns. He went 17-24, yeah, 179 in a pick. But he also ran the ball 16 times for 136 yards and a touchdown. He is. He's going to have to pass the ball more in order to move on. No. He can't and just I run think... the ball. He has to be a dual-threat quarterback. But he, 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 he got the, the monkey off his still. back finally. He got his first win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good um, game. Their defense was great. Say, though, Chris, not a fan of Lamar Jackson just running off the field afterwards, not going over to go shake Ryan Tannehill's hand. I, my dad said the same thing. My dad said the like, same thing. That not was not a fan. Like show good sportsmanship. You're on the road. You went into someone else's stadium and beat them. Show like Awful. hey, like good, like good game or whatever. Like just do that. I understand. I do understand. I do yeah, understand. I mean, did he? Did he say? I don't. I don't. Did think he, he say did. anything after the game about it? Or I think. No? I, I think he said. I think he said he was just excited or something. Interesting. But I. I will say though. Yeah. Uh, that game-winning interception. When they were all stomping on the Tennessee uh, logo, yeah, that was revenge right there, and that that was that that I was okay with because of what Tennessee had done uh, a month ago or two months ago when they were in Baltimore. So the fact that Baltimore got him back for that, yeah, that's cool. But what Lamar did, come on, Lamar, you're better than that. Um, the Saints yeah, beat definitely. the Bears 20, 21 to nine. The Nickelodeon broadcast. This game sucked. Yeah, I mean the Bears D hung yeah. tough, but like, like Jimmy, their Jimmy Graham caught a touchdown at the end of the game, and Jimmy Graham was even like, "All right, caught cool, a touchdown, just walked off the field." Um, yeah. And then last night, game of the week right here, the Browns go into Pittsburgh and absolutely dismantle the Steelers, forty-eight to thirty-seven. I turned the game off after the first. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. I got work tomorrow. And I there's no after need to watch the first this game. Quarter. Wow. What a performance. 
was not practicing. Was <laughs> no. not practicing that After week the with COVID quarter, protocols. The Browns were up twenty-eight nothing. Unbelievable. They, Pittsburgh of. Steelers are the biggest frauds in a long time. They, they wow. are. It's like I'm not yeah, even. Gonna, I don't feel Easy. bad about them. Like, yeah, cool. You went you eleven and zero. Good job. But cool. Yeah, you lost at home in a, in a wild card to, to Cleveland, who did not practice all week, who doesn't even have their head coach, was missing two starters, including one of their starting offensive linemen, who's one of their best players on the team. How? Like, how, how does this happen, yeah. Pittsburgh? There, there's going to be a lot of questions about, about the Steelers' question, future, Matt. too, because with the way that Ben Roethlisberger was at – at, uh, yeah, the look, way he was acting last night, ben. Ben, that could have been it. This could have been it for him too. Yeah, he's crying. You know, uh, Juju Smith's a free agent. There's a yeah. lot of pieces on that team that we don't know what's going to happen. You know, he's he's got uh, quite the personality. I don't think uh, his antics are great for anything. There's team. a lot of question marks with the Steelers' uh, future no. heading into into their off season. Cleveland wins and they advance to the, the divisional round. Let's go over the divisional round to end off today's show. Um, Rams at the Packers are going to kick things off on Saturday. Who do you have in this one, Chris? I got the Pack. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and that offense is too much. Uh, I think the Rams defense will keep it close, uh, but uh, not enough offensive firepower to keep up with It's not going to be a blowout, but it's going to be a great – all these games are going to be great this next weekend. Yeah. It's going to be tough exactly. to go into Lambeau and beat, um, beat, beat that team. Ravens are at the Bills Saturday night. Who do you have in that one? I'm, really? I'm going to go with the Ravens. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, I'm just not on this Bills this Bills train right now. I'm not. So here's really my thing. lost to the Colts. I think the, Ra- the, Raven- the Ravens are going to hide the right So here's time. my thing. Lamar I'm going to go with Buffalo here, but I'm not confident in this pick. I'm not confident in this Bills defense stopping the yeah. attack, the offensive attack that Baltimore uh, presents. But I am going to take the Bills at home. Though. I will say that they're yeah, they're, they're tough, tough to beat. Tough in to it's a tough they game. Are. It could go either way. And you you know that yep. that place is going to be rocking again with fans next weekend. Uh, Sunday Sunday afternoon, yes. uh, Chiefs are going to be hosting the Cleveland Browns. Who do you got in this? I do. I do. I too. got the Chiefs, but in a close one, uh, one score game because they they yep, play like one the score are games. Ten point all favorite right now. That, that that'll change by the end of the week. But yeah, hop on that now if you want to take the ten. I already took the ten on a exactly. So I'm Cleveland taking Kansas City as well. And then to wrap up divisional weekend, you already spoiled it. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. You're going with Tampa Bay. I'm going with New Orleans simply because Tampa. I am not. I'm telling you right now. I don't know. You've seen Brady's Instagram. You see the okay, way that, that team but here's is my clicking. Thing. New Orleans has Tampa's number this year. It does that. That's when. That's even more reason to bet. I'm going to go with New Orleans because New Orleans knows it's how to play Tampa. They're going to beat Tampa. Simple as that. I'm telling you. Tampa's got a good D, and I was not impressed by anything that okay, the team yeah, did. But they only scored 20 They're going to play a lot better next weekend. No. Sure, there's probably not a lot of confidence right now about so. about New Orleans I, after how they played this weekend. But you know they're not going to come out like that against Tampa. You know that. 
We'll have to see. I don't know. Going with Tampa. I'm going with New Orleans. But that's going to be it for this weekend. Other, other than the fact that Deshaun Watson's also unhappy with the Texans right now. We forgot to get to that. Um, just something to keep an eye on and also keep, something an, eye to keep on. an eye on. Uh, Urban Meyer most likely heading to Jacksonville. And also – I hope, I hope exactly. he goes to Jacksonville. I want to see what he can do in the Doug NFL. Peterson one more time if we want to. Oh, my God. I'd love to report that next week, right? Chris. <laughs> if, 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 if we're oh tweeting that God. in our account yeah, this we're, week, we're going to go off about that. We'll have a lot of laughs but... with it. I think, I think Joe Douglas is smarter than that. But, but that's going to be it for this week, guys. Another great one, as always. As always... As always, uh, guys, keep washing your hands, wear your mask, social distance, call out all the Karens, and uh, we'll be seeing you guys next week. All right, see you.